0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 15 of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White. Now, I have to confess something before we get to this episode. This episode is a lot shorter than our usual episodes, and I am to blame for that. This last recording session, we had a very narrow window to record our our batch of episodes that we were going to record. But I found out that my little brother Micah, who you remember, he he played a uh, Luigi, and he was the Pokemon trainer who chose Snor, er, not Snorlax, Munchlax, as his character, and uh, he's he's been a character on our side quest episode, so you might know him from that. Anyways, I found out that he was running a cross country meet in uh, the city that I'm in, uh, and I also found out that my previous students that I'd had in the past and my present students that I have at the school I am at right now I moved schools but anyways uh, I found out that both of those groups would also be at this cross-country meet and so I went to go cheer on my little brother my past students and my current students Um, and I had forgotten I I ran cross-country when I was much younger but cross-country meets are really long um, uh, but we stayed and we cheered on my, my brother Micah and we cheered on the rest of these kids, but that interfered with our recording time. And that is my fault. Um, we had a very short time to record these episodes. And in fact, we only got one recorded that day and that's what you're about to listen to. So anyways, this episode's a little short. I kind of went back and forth if I wanted to release this episode or keep it and like do some stuff with it. But you know what? Y'all have been such good fans, I'm just going to release it to you. So, hugs and kisses, here's episode 15. I hope you enjoy it.
1: Previously on Misconceptions.
0: Well, you're all checked into different hospital rooms, and then, uh, one at a time, you're moved into a larger room altogether. A policeman comes in, or rather, I guess a detective comes in. Whose payroll are you on, and who told you to blow up that plant? Is that an accusation, sir? You're a little bit late to work this morning, Bill. Yeah, I guess I am. At least you're here. Jesse, Bill, put your ear to the ground. See if you can find out who's making waves. Something about a a water treatment plant being blown up this morning.
2: Well, thanks, Bill, for answering my phone call. I was at work, you helpless moron. Don't mind me, I just have a man tied up in my office.
1: I don't think we need to be arguing right now. We're past that point. Come on.
3: Guys, I spent the entire day at home today just thinking about everything. And in all honesty, I don't know if I can do this.
4: What what we've gotten into, there is no getting out of alive, right? It's either we, we figure this out and we bring somebody to justice, or we try to run and these very powerful people with very powerful connections find us And kill us.
3: You know, no one is asking all of y'all to stay in this. And Bill, I don't even know how you know about all of this to begin with, but maybe you should have gotten out a long time ago.
2: Seriously. I called you, Bill, and I need you to help me with a small situation. I even did air quotes
3: over the phone. Seriously. As they're talking about this, Faye, like, gets up, puts down a couple dollars for the drink, and, like, walks home. What
0: the hell is this? Just give me your money! And he takes a step, and he jabs at you, but you hear this, twing, and you hear this, whoo, and you see an arrow kind of hit this dude in the jaw, but you look and you scan the rooftops, and very briefly, you see a man kind of illuminated in the moonlight, uh, and he has a hood over his head, and you can see a bow clutched in his fist, uh, and as you stare at him, he turns around and jumps from the roof and out of you.
5: The city, a mashed-up combo of the old world and the new, of the mundane and the mystical. By day, this city is everything it seems. A city with towering and skyscrapers, potholes that never seem to stay fixed, and stiffs in ties and dames in high heels. But at night, the real nature of the city comes out. At night, the shifty-eyed stalker becomes a creature with dripping claws and a maw full of teeth. At night, cars roll down the streets, with no one in the driver's seat. But when morning comes, nobody can remember how the night really went. They remember through a fog, or more appropriately, a mist. No one knows where the mist came from, or its true nature. In fact, most everyone in the city doesn't even know the mist exists. The mist doesn't just cover up either, it affects everything and everyone in the city, changing up, warping them. Most of those affected by the mist, they take what the mist gives them to turn a profit or pursue selfish gains. But there are some, just a few, that fight the good fight. They put their necks on a line to protect the city. From the nefarious ne'er wells. It's not always easy. In fact, it never is. But these legends don't surrender. This is a story of a few of those legends. Their story needs to be told, and it needs to be heard.
2: Get great results. Use Elmer's adhesive. Ex Exacto. Exacto. Hmm. <laughs> 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 like some of your recording I about
0: you <laughs> din,
4: din. din 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 i
3: din, I, din. I i
4: din 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 i i <laughs>
0: As the episode opens up, we are in a darkly lit room. Uh, This seems to be some sort of meeting room that you might see in a business building or something like that. But darkness really keeps us from seeing anything. In fact, darkness seems to hang like a veil over the entire room. Uh, There are chairs around the table, but there are only two chairs that are filled. Uh, We do not see the faces of the people sitting in these chairs, but one is wearing very dark clothes, and the other seems to be wearing some sort of lab coat. And the one in the lab coat speaks. He is late. And then the person sitting across the table responds. He always is. And then there is a flash of light, and a portal opens up very like the portal from Water Treatment 23, And in fact, the wizard steps through. A wizard is never late. Rather, he arrives precisely when he means to. And then the wizard points to an empty seat, and he says, Where is he? The man in the darkly colored clothes answers. He's probably smiling and kissing babies. Why have you called us here? I have very important work to be doing on the serum. Especially after the fiasco with Marcus. Actually, that is why I summoned you here. Someone is on our tail. (laughs) Is it the police? Uh, They can be bought. No, not the police. Someone else. Someone unpredictable. Our facility at Water Treatment Plant 23 was destroyed. Our timetable has been moved up. Moved up? But, But the formula is still too raw, too unproven. The subjects go mad with the powers. The effects are uncontrollable. Before his untimely decision to sabotage our efforts, Dr. Malcolm had a theory that a certain substance could be applied to the subject's skin. To try to harness the power's unpredictability, the wizard turns to the man in the dark clothing. I believe we should test this hypothesis, and at this time, the man in the dark clothing leans forward, and we see that it is in fact Jeremiah <laughs> sure, sure my my mind and my body and even my blood are all good for the cause, baby, but um However, I would like to know who is uh, meddling in our affairs. You do not need to know. We will deal with them. But maybe if I knew, I could have some of my best people look into it and make sure they never meddle again. You know everything you need to know in order for our operation to work. But maybe if I knew a little more, I- Your charms may work on your employer, but they will not work on me. You have grabbed far too often at the curtain that divides the facades of our operation. Too often for my liking. Knowledge is power, and you are thirsty for it. (laughs) The pot calling the kettle black, friend. And then the wizard turns to the man in the lab coat, whose face we still do not see. Do what must be done, Doctor. If new subjects are needed, our vacant ally will provide them. But I expect results within the next few weeks. Weeks? Weeks! This is my life's work! You cannot rush such a complicated procedure as this. It can. And I have. Then there's another clap of thunder And another portal opens up behind the wizard Good day gentlemen And then he steps through And we transition To our next scene
4: So the camera pans Around the edge Of an old brick building And you see an alleyway With Bill's car And Ren and Bill standing outside of it Kind of whispering In hushed voices to each other and then the trunk is cracked and light spills out into the dark alleyway and you hear a whimper then bill slowly raises the trunk open and then you hear a nervous kind of terrified shuffle and and ren walks up and looks down at the unknown mass in the trunk, and he says, Hello, Mr.
2: Smalls.
0: Hey, if you just let me go, I'll give you whatever you want. Any any money, any
2: property, it's yours. Just, hey, just let me go, all right? Your stuff is worthless to us. We don't want it. We just need your silence. Well, what do you mean? About what? You know what. You've seen everything. If we can't keep you quiet, might as well be dead to us. Hey,
0: hey, 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 hey. Uh, just, just chill out a second, man. Uh, we can work something out. Uh,
2: I, I, I haven't seen nothing. I'm practically blind, man. You know what? How about this? I've already got a copy of all your stuff on the drive. What? And if you talk, I'll just send it to the police. It'll just be a nice little anonymous tip. All right. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, oh, okay. All right. I'll. Fine. You want me
0: to be silent? I'll be silent. I'll be, I'll be a church mouse. And if you don't you know
4: what will happen right no what will happen you see bill kind of whispering under his breath and kind of motioning his hands into the air and then you see like that the a portal start to split open and like you can hear the wails of a thousand captured souls and and i i kind of i pick mr smalls up and say how do you think you like living in there? What, what the hell is that, man? Do you want Do you want a closer look? No, no, get away from me. Like, no, 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 get, get away, him, get it away. Edging him towards it. Edging him towards it. No, don't, no, please don't. To where it's like brushing against his
0: ear. Yeah, like his little his little hairpiece, fake hairpiece, like gets sucked into the portal.
4: Yeah.
5: No, 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 man. I'll be, I'll be quiet, I'll be quiet. And
4: then I just close it <coughs> and, and drop him. Say, all right, that's what I thought.
0: All right, man. All right, whatever you want. I'll I'll be quiet. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be quiet about. But we never met. I, I've never seen you before. It, it it'll be nothing. Like nothing ever happened.
4: All right, get out of here. He picks
0: himself up off the floor and and scampers away.
2: <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> and then Ren goes up for a high five, and Bill's just like standing there. Hey, you know uh
4: the same threat goes for you if you tell anybody about that, right? Yeah, I'll blackmail you. Yeah, go ahead and try.
0: <laughs> All right. See. And then we transition to the next scene. Um we are in Faye's apartment. Uh lots of foliage, lots of plants everywhere. Uh Faye, what are you doing on this? Uh I guess it I guess it would be nighttime, huh? So what are you doing?
3: Nighttime time uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna have men and tights playing and I'm gonna be um sitting on my couch and like there's a plant with lots of vines coming off of it like on the other side of the room and I'm just like making the vines like come to me and then go back and then come to me and then go back
0: and as you are just reflexively uh flexing this plant's tentacles um you hear a knock at the door
3: I go
0: answer it. (laughs) Okay. You open the door, and uh, Esther is standing there, and it is the, um, not the pre-dawn hours, but it is very early in the morning. The sun is just coming up into the city, uh, casting kind of a pink, orangish glow over the entire city. The hallway is tinted pink and orange, and she is standing there. Uh, Esther, how do you look?
1: I'm just in the same thing that I wear, like, every day.
0: Jeans and a leather Leather jacket
1: Yeah Um, hi Hey How's it going? Uh, fine Why are you here? Uh, I've been up for a while And, uh, I was thinking And I don't wanna have to work with the guys alone Um, they're really hard to work with So, I was just gonna see if I could, uh Talk you back into helping with stuff
3: Well, at least you don't beat around the bush. Come on in. And she, like, steps back and lets Esther
1: in. Esther enters.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Esther the vampire has been welcomed in. (laughs) Esther claims home as new home. Um, Esther, you've never been in Faye's apartment.
1: No. I step in, but I, like, don't go past, like, the... I go in enough for, like, the door to close behind me. Um, and I'm just like looking around at all of the plants, plants <laughs> and I'm like,
3: makes sense. <laughs> so Faye goes in, pauses men and tights, sits down on either side of the TV. There's these bookshelves and for like the first half of both sides of the bookshelves, it's like every Robin Hood movie you can imagine in like VHS form, DVD form, um, all of that, and Digital then there's Blu-ray. like, what? Digital Blu-ray. Digital Blu-ray, yes. <laughs> and then there's also like, um, like pictures of different actors who have played Robin Hood that I have like framed. It's like the Robin Hood shrine on either side of the TV. The rest of the apartment is 100% normal, but on either side of the TV, it's the Robin Hood shrine. So I just like go and like sit down on the couch and, like, fold my legs up and stare at you.
1: I glance over at the TV, and it's, like, paused in this really strange scene from Men in Tights, and I'm like, what
3: are you doing? I just like to watch Robin Hood in the morning. just a morning ritual, okay?
1: And I, like, look over all of the Robin Hood memorabilia and stuff, and I'm like, every morning? I mean
3: it's a good movie. Have you ever seen him? Do you want to watch one with me right now?
1: No. Mm. I don't. Oh. That's fine. Um uh, I've never met anybody that liked Robin Hood as much as you. This is weird. I mean I mean,
3: have you ever watched Robin Hood? Yeah. Good, because I haven't and I really need to. (laughs) 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 There's this really cool character, Maid Marian, and I just, um, I don't know, relate to her really well. So I like to see, I I don't know, she just, Robin Hood is her love interest and, and I just get her.
1: Okay, so um, <laughs> what would it take to talk you into uh, joining forces with us again? We kind of had a team thing going and had a good flow. I don't know. I mean, Esther, is this really how you pictured your life going? Well, no, but all that changed a long time ago. What do you mean? Everything changed when my dad died.
3: Well, I mean, I'm sorry about that. I really am. But I have, I have other things I want to do. I have other people I want to find.
1: This isn't your whole life. I mean...
3: It isn't my whole life? We barely sleep.
1: I miss school all the time. We've only been doing this for a couple of weeks. I've been doing this on my own for years. You've been doing this on your own?
3: I haven't been doing anything on my own. I didn't even know that I could really control plants other than, like, making sure that no plants died in my apartment. I mean, I always had an obsession, but, like,
1: what do you mean? I mean, I've, I've been dealing with the death of my father for a long time now. We have a team thing going. I feel like we're making progress. I don't want to screw that up. Is it so much to ask you to stay with it a little longer? It's only been two weeks. You know, you may be dealing with the stuff with your father, and that's great and
3: all, but I have my own stuff that I'm dealing with, and no one bothers to help me with that. Well, maybe if you told us about it. Fine. Fine. Do you want to help me? If you want to help me, then I'll come back but you have to agree before I tell you what's going on. I don't have anything to lose at this point. Fine. I need you to help me find the 21st century Robin Hood. What? I I don't know what happened, but around the age of 12, I started having all these flashbacks, and now I don't know if I'm Faye or if I'm Maiden, Marion, whatever, or or what and i need to find whoever robin hood is now what uh-huh um i don't think that this is the first time that i've been alive
1: all right well this is going to be great so um is anybody else in your family reincarnated you know i never asked so now i don't know i don't think so all right i don't really know how to help you with that but i'll try I know he exists.
3: Someone protected me the other night when I was walking home. I mean, I was talking to this guy who was robbing me, so at first
1: I thought he was Robin Hood, and I invited him over. Um, Whoa, you invited a robber to your house? You really are sheltered. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, I was just, I thought we could have some nice tea. But you don't just invite, you,
3: okay. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. But. You
1: realize the kind of people that are in this town now. You've been privy to all of the things that have happened. And you're just inviting strangers over to your house. You wanted to get out of the craziness and you're just inviting the craziness over for tea. I mean, I,
3: I made a step today. I didn't open the door with vines. I went and opened it on my own. You open the door with vines. I mean, occasionally. But anyways, the point being, somebody shot an arrow and protected me from that guy.
1: So I know he's out there. I think I might know who the guy is. Whoa, what? I think he wears a hood. And I'm pretty sure that his name is Stephen Amell.
0: (laughs) Hashtag get Stephen Amell on misconceptions.
1: Hashtag, that's the first thing that came to mind. Hashtag, who is Steve
3: He's, he's Green
1: Arrow. Role. Oh! Sorry, I don't know actor's names. Also, I love my husband, but he is attractive.
0: Really? I didn't know you
1: thought
0: he was attractive. <laughs> yeah. He is very
3: David, attractive. I think he's attractive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come
1: on. We all have a crush on him, right? <laughs> I gotta look him
3: up for RQ. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: he is very cute.
1: He's got a attractive. personality. Oh, yeah, he is cute. Yeah. No. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I'm trying to take you seriously. I just, I've never heard any story like this.
3: I don't really need you to believe me, I guess. I just need you to help me. And whatever story you need to tell yourself to believe that you are helping me find Robin Hood or just some random guy who protects me, I don't care. If you will help me, I will come back.
1: I already said I would help you. I'm just saying I don't know how to help you but i'm sure that we can figure it out okay great
3: well i'll see you at the ball this afternoon i thought you said at
1: the ball (laughs) i didn't buy a dress for that so no probably not
3: (laughs) the bar gosh you all need to learn my accent
1: well that's where i am most afternoons well you sound like you may be depressed. So you need a counselor. <laughs> no, I own the bar.
3: Well, that was just a very sad way of saying that. But okay, have a good day. I'm going to get ready for school now. I have to make my flower crown. And
1: finish men types. All right. See you later. Uh-huh.
0: Bye. Then we transition. Um, it is early morning again. Bill is in Driving his car. His
2: yellow VW Volkswagen. That's Canon. Like we've established what my car is actually. What is your car? It's like a
4: Buick or something.
0: Okay. So you're driving a Buick or something and uh Ren, where are you at in this car? Are you front. in the are you in the front seat or are you like reclining
2: in the back? <laughs> Ren is just lounging in the back seat. <laughs> Chives, go ahead and take me to my work. Thank you, dear. I pull the car over. <laughs> <laughs> just put it in park and like get out. <laughs> okay. But as you
0: put it in park uh, and you tell him to get out, you you realize that you're parked in front of uh, the apartment building at 123 Blanco Street, the very same place where James's mother was shot uh, and that y'all investigated. Uh, however, as you are here now, you see that demolition machines and crews are all over this place, and they are currently tearing down 123 Blanco Street. Um... This is kind of a surprise to you because when last you heard, the deed was still with Mr. Smalls and this seems, I mean, you didn't know that he had sold it or anything like
2: that. Looks like we have to have a conversation with Mr. Smalls yet again.
4: I'm sure he'll love to see our faces.
2: He was very excited to see us last time. Clearly by his screaming and yelling. Of excitement, of course, not you know, going into the chasm of hell.
4: All right. Let's uh let's go pay him a visit then. Uh
0: and as you're saying that, Bill, uh your phone rings.
2: I'm on a highway to
4: hell. Hello. Bill. Yeah. This is Jesse up, Jesse?
0: Nothing. I'm just investigating the warehouse area, uh, like the boss told us to. Um, I was just wondering if you were going to be able to come help me with this.
4: <laughs> Jesus, you ever get any rest? Uh, what time is it? You hear some rustling in the background.
0: About 830.
4: Yeah, uh, give me 30 minutes. Go grab a coffee or something.
2: Mm, negative.
4: And she hangs up. Uh, all right, let's make this quick.
2: Onward, Chives. Take me to my
0: chariot. So we transition to uh, the Buick or something pulling up in front of Mr. Small's office. Uh, all the lights are off and all the, all the blinds are drawn closed.
4: It's a Buick LeSabre. It is a Buick LeSabre. Or something. Black on black.
2: <laughs> black on black. Or something. Racist. Or something.
0: Okay. So you pull up Mr. Small's realty office. He is not there
4: or it doesn't look like he's there. You want to use your bio s- stupid scanner?
2: I suppose I could do that. Thank you, Chives. If you could just open up my door, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're
4: standing outside of the car.
0: Chimes. No, he's it's a villain standing outside the car. And, like, Rin has the window, like, rolled down just a little bit, and all you can see is the top of Rin's No, face. he does it
4: because it's my car, and if I get out, I turn the car off. Good luck rolling the window down with no power.
0: <laughs>
4: okay. I just start walking towards the, the window, and I pick up a rock. Mm-hmm and I'm getting ready to break the window. Does Rin do anything?
2: I'm like, wait, Bill, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I thought I was just going to scan it.
4: All right, go ahead then.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, you go ahead and scan. There are uh, no no biorhythmic signatures inside the
4: building.
2: Look, no one's there. No need to throw a rock. Let's throw a couple of rocks. <laughs> oh, my
4: gosh. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't got time to. Um, you got, like, bus fare or something, right?
2: Yes, I've got bus fare.
4: All right, see you later.
2: And I pull the scooter out of my backpack.
4: <laughs> I drive
0: to where I need to be. You pull up at um, the ruins of the water treatment plant. There is still yellow tape all around it, but yellow tape means literally nothing to you. Uh, so you just walk underneath it, walk over to the uh, the rubble, and you see uh, Jessie. She's in uh, her army fatigue pants, camo pants with combat boots Uh, she has her uh, sleeveless shirt some fingerless gloves and uh, of course her uh, telltale uh, dragon tattoo that starts at her starts at her hand and goes up to the corner of her face
4: oh sorry I couldn't see you you know camo and all
0: oh was that a joke I see this is gonna be a fun working relationship work is what you make it she takes some rubble and pushes it
4: to the side So, have you done anything tonight? Got any intel? I got a good night's sleep. Ate a hearty breakfast. You know, the normal stuff you do before doing some hardcore investigative work. Normal's a relative term. She pushes some more rubble to the side. Freaking sophist. Alright, I guess I'll help out. Do you know how many tangos we're even looking for? No idea. What did Jeremiah say?
0: Just the intel that he gave you. We're looking for somebody who's disrupting his allies. We need to find them. Preferably put them down. But if not, we'll bring them to him and he'll deal with them.
4: All right. Well, we don't have much to go on, but I know that you fancy yourself somebody who's pretty good at this. So let's see where we can get. She looks
0: at you and she pulls down her aviator glasses and she says, I'm the best there is at what we do. She puts her aviators back on and gets to digging.
4: And I say, "And what what I do isn't very nice." No, I'm just kidding. Nope, you said it. <laughs> copyright, copyright <laughs> infringement. I said it in Australian accent too. Yeah, doesn't count, Marvel. Doesn't count, Stanley.
0: Um, so you y'all dig through this rubble together. Um, you spend a couple of hours, and eventually she uh, she says, "Hey, over here! Look at what I found." Let's see it. She holds up a flower crown. It is kind of wilted and kind of crumpled and torn apart, but she holds it up and she says, what do you think this is? Doesn't fit really the rest of the water treatment plant. Think it could be a clue?
4: Uh, I mean, it looks like weeds, but you're right. It doesn't seem like it should be here. Do you want me to hold on to it? Or do you have like an evidence bag or something? I'll keep it. She kind of... Sticks it in her, one of her pouches on her leg. It's just going to get kind of crumbled in there. You really should use like a bag or something. It's really kind of amateur of you to do it that way, but okay. Then go find me a bag, Sivvy. She gets back to digging. Simper Paratus, I thought. Guess not.
0: Y'all, y'all continue digging, and you do not find anything uh, the rest of the day. Um, it's it's now late afternoon. You've worked up quite a sweat, and so has she. Uh, she says... Well, I guess that's all we're going to find here. Go back to your headquarters, do whatever you need to do. Um let me know if you find any anything, and I'll run this by some people I know and see if anybody can tell me kind of what this is. She holds up the flower crown and then sticks it back in her pocket.
4: All right. See you later. All right. She goes,
0: gets in her Harley Davidson and then pulls off.
4: What a jackass. All right.
0: And then we'll, we'll transition to the bar with everybody coming together. Late afternoon, early evening kind of thing. Okay. 9 a.m.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll transition to Morty's, and um, everybody's there in their usual booth. Uh, James is still on leave. Uh, so do you, do you have anybody who kind of runs the store either when James not here or when you're not here?
4: Pablo.
3: Can we say that, like, The four of us have gotten so comfortable that, like, when someone comes up to the bar, one of us, like, pops up and, like, (laughs) pours them a drink and then, like, goes and sits back down.
1: Um, yeah, probably Faye would. I don't think that the boys are going to get behind the bar. I'm not going to let the boys get behind the bar. Uh, Other (laughs) than to
0: get free drinks. So Uh, Faye and Esther are working the bar. Yeah. Who's cooking? Do you have an extra cook? Because James is your cook.
1: Um... I was trying to think of another
2: Ren, Ren is back there cooking. And he's like, oh, damn it. Burn <laughs> myself again.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> so all, all four of you are working
0: working the bar in some no, capacity. No, Bill's not.
1: Oh, <laughs> Bill's, Bill's just Bill's sitting, sitting at the corner. <laughs> it's true. He's like heckling the other people that are the other patrons, if he's you He's playing will. pool against somebody. Yeah.
4: Sharking them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so.
2: Hey, can I get a whiskey on the rocks?
1: Faye, whiskey on the rocks. Okay.
2: <laughs> and then Ren's back there. All right, whiskey on the rocks. I got you in the fryer. No,
1: no, no Ren. No, nobody no. asked you. Uh,
2: I'll just put these rocks in the trash can then.
1: Oh, I don't know why well. he's working the kitchen.
2: Hey, where's the guy that's usually back there?
1: Uh, he's not here right now. Can I take a message? <laughs>
0: Yeah, the message is, when am I going to get my food?
1: Um, what did you order again?
2: Fish and chips.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then I dinged it out, I'm like, I've got the chicken and shrimp all ready for you.
1: I need a fish and chips, Wren.
2: Oh, I thought you said chicken and shrimp. I'll just eat this for myself. Fish and tips coming up. Cook Rin sounds an awful lot like Brian he Reagan. Sound, he
1: yes. anything like you. I wish I knew like <laughs> diner terms so I could be like Adam and Eve on the butt. What? what? It. Adam and Eve?
0: Put an Adam and Eve in your butt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wish I like, could talk like Lorelai and Rory on that episode of Gilmore
0: Girls. Okay, let do it. We'll I need
1: two eggs and wreck them.
3: Okay. <laughs> That's not fish and chips either, but <laughs> we'll like, just give him a he third, did, he just throws, like,
4: eggs on the grill and then puts more <laughs>
3: No.
1: No, fish and chips.
3: <laughs> Coming Bryn, right up. That? that means fish, sticks, and fries. You okay. know that, right?
2: I'll just take these lays out of the fryer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> frying potato chips, how gross! <laughs> That's so nasty. <gross. laughs>
0: we have a uh, one of those things where everything's speed sped up, and we see like all the people moving around really quick. Oh. And soon the lights go out, and we see Esther turning the uh, sign around to close. And then you go sit at your your usual booth and you're all very exhausted because you just had to work uh, the bar.
2: And Bill is just sitting there still drinking. (laughs) Cheers. We're in Slumtown. Cheers. Well, that was a fun day. When can I come back to work, boss?
1: I am not paying you. Uh,
2: So when can I come back to work?
1: Oh, my gosh.
4: Welcome back, Princess.
3: I will literally strangle you with vines if you ever call me Princess again.
4: Do it. Do
2: it. Strangle.
3: Ren? Well, at least it'll mean you're
4: with us, so.
1: Yeah, but you wouldn't be, so.
4: I'm one to live with
3: that.
1: Why is it such a big deal that he calls you that? I don't like being called Princess. Do you have a path to being called Princess? Alright, Prince. No.
3: <laughs> ah. um, no, I don't, Esther. I just I don't know. What? Gosh,
1: Esther. <laughs> no, I wasn't asking you like that. I was just like, did some like ex-boyfriend or something call you Princess and you really hate that?
3: No, I'm just from England and we actually have one.
4: Alright, Diana. Oh, I thought
3: you were from Australia. <laughs>
1: no, that's, so. that's right. I knew that. <laughs> Oh,
2: my gosh. So I learned how to make fish and chips. I realize it's not. Ren, shut Shut up. up.
1: I don't think that's going to help us in our next
3: life. Bill, what did you actually accomplish today?
2: I accomplished things. Ren,
3: shut up.
4: See, I uh, woke
2: up, had a hearty breakfast.
3: Oh, my my gosh. gosh.
2: (laughs) No, you didn't. You woke up and you took me a ride. Thanks, Jives. Oh yeah,
4: we got rid of uh, we got rid of Mr. Smalls.
1: Yeah, what happened with that?
4: Let's just say he's sleeping with the fishes.
2: On a one-way trip to the wonderful islands of Hawaii. No.
1: What?
2: He's he's not gonna be bothering us anymore. It's a
1: wonderful place.
2: However,
4: they're demolishing the apartment building that uh, James's mother lived in. Yeah, it's quite (sighs) unfortunate.
1: They're hiding something.
4: Yeah, we couldn't find Mr. Smalls. But that's probably because we scared him out of this world. Uh,
1: oh, what do you mean you scared him out of this world?
4: I mean, he's not going to be bothering us anymore.
1: He's what did alive. y'all do?
4: We threatened his being, his persons.
3: I thought we weren't going to kill people.
4: We didn't kill him. We threatened him.
3: But you threatened him with death, yes?
4: Yeah, I don't Blackmail. have to mean it.
3: Well, okay. It's fine. It's fine. We all have different ways of handling things. It's fine. Hey. Hmm.
4: Don't wear flower crowns anymore. What? Not on mission, at least. Because my handy-dandy GI sidekick G- buffoon found your flower crown at the water treatment plant, so now she's kind of on your trail, but I'll try to keep on a leash, I guess.
3: But, but I, uh, fine. I just won't have any enjoyable parts of my life. Yeah. It's only been two weeks. It's not your life. It feels like a long time. Hmm. Um, well, I, we didn't learn anything of importance today because I actually, you know, work a job. Um, but, uh, Esther did convince me to come back, so you can thank her for that. Unless you don't want me here, and then, sorry.
2: Could you, like, make me a flower crown?
3: No. Have you done anything of importance today, Wren? Or did you just annoy Bill as much as possible?
2: Ding, well, ding, 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 ding. Bill drove me around. He was my personal chauffeur. His name is Chives, if you want to call him that now. And not an I onion. convinced him not to throw rocks through Mr. Smalls. Through uh, Mr.
1: Through Mr.
3: Smalls. Smalls.
2: Through Mr. Smalls, you know. Mr. Smalls' office. Oh my gosh. And yeah, that's all I did today. Oh, and I threatened to blackmail Mr. Smalls, but you know.
1: Ooh, what? I
2: threatened to blackmail him to the police. We already knew that. Piece. That's
1: true.
2: Where he been? And Bill <laughs> tried to kill him. Oh yeah, and then after I threatened <laughs> And Bill covers uh Ren's mouth.
3: I'm just going to pretend like that's normal. What are we doing now? We need a plan.
4: Yeah, I think we got to figure out where uh, what's going on with those apartment buildings. Try to I think we have to figure that
1: out, out sooner rather than later if they're already tearing it down. Right.
4: That's what I was saying. To,
0: to
1: the, the SUV. <laughs>
3: well,
0: actually, before, you hear uh, some footsteps coming from the kitchen.
3: No, we don't. We the went SUV. to the SUV no. and we <laughs> left the building.
0: A gunshot <laughs> rings out. <laughs> no, you hear footsteps coming uh, from the off, not from the office, uh, from the kitchen. The swinging door opens up. You all turn around. Uh, Some of you probably have your hands on your weapons. Uh, And a a darkly clad figure walks in. Her hair is tied back in a bun. Uh, She has a backpack on. This is Linda Lockwood from the dog...
4: She's like the, pound. the news person, yeah. right? From the pound. Yeah. Yeah from the doctor. She's talk the investigative pound. reporter? Yeah.
0: Linda Lockwood, the famous investigative reporter. Uh, she looks around the bar, says, hmm. Well isn't this isn't this cozy.
1: So she just walked into the bar. Yeah. Well she's oh, yeah, in the, the back?
0: Yeah. Hey, the the back door was locked, but I let myself in. Oh, by the way, I need your help. End you. of episode. <laughs>
1: You Let yourself
0: in. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. We will be back with our next episode on October 16th. If you have social media, particularly Facebook and Twitter, you can find us on there. So go ahead and give us a like and a follow, and we will keep you up to date with information about what we're doing, maybe little sneak peeks of what we're going to do in the future. I don't know. It could be interesting. This week's SoundCloud shout-out goes to Scooter0427. I don't know why. I almost said Scooter. It's obviously spelled Scooter. I mean, it. there's nothing that would make me say Scooter. Whatever. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this shout-out, Scooter. Scooter0427. Scooter. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak Productions. Their core rulebook is going to be releasing very soon this year. And I am so, 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 so really excited about it. Uh, I am excited. You know, it's been nice having the printed out starter set. But, you know, we're going to get all this updated graphics and... Uh, new character creation rules and kind of some clarification on some rules that were kind of iffy in the starter set so I'm just really excited to have this core cool rule set I think it will be great for Misconceptions but I also think it will be great for the rest of the role-playing world because City of Mist RPG is really awesome so if you want it and if you're interested in it and you like this show consider pre-ordering it so you can get this nice hardcover delivered to you The music you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear here in a little bit, was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. That's all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. I hope you're having a good week, and if you weren't, I hope this made your week a little better. And if you are, and this episode didn't, well, sorry. Anyways, keep it nerdy, y'all.